shall shortly return with reinforcements. Don't lose heart. And for all those ladies to whom I am indebted for half a ton of frilly silk and lacy linen, don't catch cold. Au revoir. Just hanging out, hanging out. They are fighting the Turks. Yeah. Okay. That's the, so the Turkish army are the bad guys here. So you don't have an answer to my question. I don't. Nope. <laughs> sorry. Nope. Yeah. It's not like weird. I mean, for that. It's not like young getting someone at pumpernickel or whatever. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> okay, Daffy Duck. <laughs> <laughs> But there's always one that stuck out to me, and he's just like, no higher than two percent. He's like throwing these like hot embers, and then there's one that's just like, hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Mixed Movie Reviews. We are a bi-weekly biracial podcast because we are biracial siblings from multiracial parents anyways this week we are discussing the 1988 classic the adventures of baron munchausen now if you like what we're talking about this week or in previous weeks because you know every podcast is somebody's first podcast you can find us on google apple Podcasts, stitcher and spotify and you can also find us on instagram at mixed movie reviews so how you guys doing and by guys, I mean my sister, <laughs> Isabel. Who is a lady. Who is a lady. What's up, bro? Doing pretty good. And how are you doing, actual bro? I'm doing good. You're doing good. Mm-hmm. You look like you're about to fall asleep. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Maybe it was, you know, all those 18 donuts that That's you guys true. brought over. That's true. We did try donuts. We're not going to say from where. From, from a place. And they were just were not good. Yeah, but it's like especially you, the toothpaste donut. Oh, that was really it was real gross. Yeah. So for anybody out there that um, ate a donut that was blueberry mint, I'm not saying what brand. <laughs> blueberry Colgate. Bru- <laughs> blueberry. You ever heard of blueberry? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It was real- when you mess up on a word, I'm like, yeah, gotcha, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I know. Well, hopefully I don't mess up too many words uh, this week. I'm but sorry. Anyways, it was the nastiest donut I've ever had. Blueberry mint. And they did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> they did it on thing. purpose. They put that out in the world. So, tell me about your week. Uh, because, we... Isabel, you got a job since yes. the last time we spoke. Yeah. Yeah. I got a job. I'm and? growing up again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's good to go, uh, like, get back into work, but I'm, like, just fucking exhausted. Yeah. Like, going from, like, not working for six months to, like, working mm-hmm. and, like, walking eight hours a day. Yeah. Like, which is nice. It's nice to see my rings on my Apple Watch, like... Closing up. <laughs> close. And I'm like, yeah! <laughs> Finally, instead of, like... You got 256 steps a day. And that's just walking from your bed to your computer to uh-huh. go get coffee. <laughs> so it's encouraging. And I'm really excited to be back at work. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, now I have to really focus on like creating a schedule for myself. So I'm like at work all day. And then it's like I need to spend time on the podcast and like 
crafting and like working out mm-hmm. like doing those things are important so it's just like oh now i go back to like balancing all that stuff that like would just mm-hmm. melt together through mm-hmm. the six months off yeah you now have to like now i actually have to like yeah. feed myself real food or like oh, i guess i'll eat a piece of toast and some jam i can't stay up until four o'clock in the morning for correct. no reason correct <laughs> <laughs> So that's been really cool. But Taylor, you Good. also have a job. I mean, I've had it for a month. I mean, that's still I, exciting. I mentioned it on the last I episode. don't remember that. Asshole, talk about your job. Talk about your job again. <laughs> what do you do? How's your job? You said it was busy. And go. So you're a month in. I'm at the beginning of mine. What's it like working for a full month? <laughs> he talks about this. <laughs> it's not any different than what I've mentioned before. It's corporate design work. Mm-hmm. I get some chances to be more creative which almost immediately get shot down <laughs> because they're <laughs> so very sorry. conservative mm-hmm. auteur companies What's that want auteur? just boring basically oh. you know, that just want simple stuff and have you gotten anything through like their eyes like like oh, i'm gonna put my own little flair on this and it actually made it because that's got to feel like i'm giving birth to this thing this idea and it's like it's going out in the world. It's living. I did some work, some in-house work that got through. I did this box of chocolates and journal mm-hmm. that are that have these um, kind of like mid-century modern illustrations of women. Okay. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. It, it was pretty fun, and it got through, and that was fine. So. Nice. That sounds awesome. But then the company's fucked up real bad on the colors. Ugh. And we literally laid everything out and our main color is purple and all of the purples were very different. One was like super blue. One was like super red. Mm-hmm. Basically like plum. And then we had like our normal purple. <laughs> and I was just like looked at the files. CMYK. The colors that they needed to be. And... These companies fucked up both of them. I can't believe it. <laughs> this is a movie podcast, by the way, guys. I just want you to know. See, that's why I'm talking no, about. No, but I love hearing so about You can take it out if you I don't. did. I did watch City of Angels with Nicolas Cage, which is... Gotham City! Woo! That's not it. <laughs> the wrong movie. <laughs> is that where he's just like... That's Meg that's Ryan. The Goo- that's the Goo Goo Dolls mm-hmm. movie, right? the goo goo dolls movie i just remember (laughs) when the movie came out they just kept playing that video over and over again and it's a bunch of angels and i don't want the world such a great fucking song except there's in the video he's just like they're just standing they're just standing on like the beach it's a bunch of angels in like black trench coats standing on the beach for some reason. That's pretty normal, right? It's a very nineties version of what angels yeah. would be. Yeah. Very somber, you are like Matrix. Let's go through all of the Google dolls like I know music. One song. How do you or no, know I know one two song? songs. I know Boy Iris and then Slide. God, I love it. Slide. <laughs> I freaking love the Google dolls. <laughs> I know what we're listening to today. <laughs> oh God. I think they still tour. They do. Man, they have to be coming to like state fairs and stuff. I don't think they're selling out arenas anymore. I mean, probably not, but it's like, I would go see him. Uh, sure. I liked him. I mean, if it was like a $20 ticket, I'd be like, cool. Yeah. Chances are it's probably not going to be $20. It would, it would have to be, it would have to be like a $20 ticket and who I would go and see the show with. That's the thing. Mm. Like, like your friend. 
Maybe. I would go see it with you guys. I wouldn't. So I don't know. <laughs> Taylor's like, I'm not going to this country. Fuck, would I go see the Goo Goo Dolls? I don't know. So you could just yell and slide every now and then. <laughs> and slide. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to remember how the rest of that song goes. I just nope, can't do it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> can't think of it. Someone's listening. I'm like, what the fuck? And slide. <laughs> about 90s also i hope that someone has that stuck in their head all day yes yeah, <laughs> slide. i thought it was yes slide anyways whatever sure yeah slide yeah slide slide <laughs> slide from uh fight club the penguin go to your happy place I've only seen that movie once and I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, dang. Okay. I think I've only seen it a couple times. I just remember the soap. Hot take, internet. That's the cover of the movie. Well, not the... <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even get... That's as far as you I got. like how they made the soap. And Jared Leto's in that. Yeah. He's like, what other movie can I be in? <laughs> <laughs> how badly can I get beat up? Oh, Real God. fucking bad. Real bad. Real bad. He wanted I'm- to destroy something beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ugh gross um, <laughs> so we're not talking about fight club or the goo goo dolls no what movie are or are city we of angels we are talking about the 1988 fantastical adventures face of off taylor it's gonna kill we, you we did also watch the i can never remember the name of that new nicholas cage movie with pedro pascal oh it's like the crush <sighs> it's, so it's like good. the crushing talent Ta- of no no massive talent the talent. the crushing it's like the responsibility of of massive talent crushing yeah, it ability. was it was really good it was really good yeah but yeah so what movie are we <laughs> leave me about? behind <laughs> you're coming with me oh <laughs> just it's the unbearable weight of massive talent there yeah you go. it was pretty good <laughs> when he pushes off uh-huh he's like <laughs> <laughs> oh i could just locked her out <laughs> It was a really good movie. You're freaking high <laughs> in the middle of town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so dangerous. Look at yeah. those guys over there. <laughs> but do it subtly. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably take this out. Uh, <laughs> this just doesn't need to be in there. Seriously? Why? Yeah. We'll let it slide. Yeah. Yeah, slide! Ew. <laughs> Leave that in. Didn't like that. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) Pick it up, pick it up. We're on the sugar high right now. (laughs) What movie are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All those donuts, they tasted terrible, but we just have that sugar. Yeah, we're going to crash real soon. Let's talk. Well, no, the nameless place. Just don't go there. Don't get the blueberry mint. It's fucking nasty. And don't watch Morbius. Don't watch Morbius. I made that mistake. I got almost all the way through and i had to turn it off but yeah anyways it's i saw it on netflix yeah it's on netflix mm-hmm. is it on disney because plus it's sony hell no that's why none of the spider-man movies are on ah fuck okay whatever. Disney plus that yeah. sucks. anyways we are talking again about the 1988 uh adventures of baron amunkhausen and this is still one of my favorite movies. Interesting. Because okay. it is so spacey and out there and over the top, like bombastic. Mm-hmm. I love it. So it's silly as hell and 
it's just a really good fun movie to put on i didn't realize it was like over two hours long but <laughs> when i first started i was like i bet you this movie's gonna be two hours and i paused it and i was like damn it it is, it is two hours. <laughs> i totally <laughs> remember the part that i would always fall asleep at really what part it's pretty much when the battle is ended or maybe a little bit before the battle. Okay. I can't remember, but I always remember waking up to his funeral at the end <laughs> and the people walking by his like gravestone Yeah, because it gets really fucking loud. So it would like wake me up. <laughs> but yeah, this movie, um, this is another one of those weird movies that dad would just watch all the time and we would watch it with him and it's just... A random movie that we grew up with. Yeah. I, not a whole lot of people I knew saw. I think when I got correct. to college, I met someone who had seen it like once. Mm. Yeah, but it's not like super well known. And it's not something like an eight year old kid would be like, let's watch Baron Munchausen. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I don't know why a kid sounds like that. Sorry. And you know why not a lot of people have seen this is because it really did not do well at the movies. <laughs> it had a budget of $46.6 million. To date worldwide, it's only made $8 million. Opening Opening weekend in the U.S., it only made $500,000. Okay. Mm. So it's a slow burn. It's I don't know if a movie has to be bad for it to be considered a cult classic, but this would be like one of the biggest cult classic movies out there. Yeah. Mm. So um, it is directed by Terry Gilliam, who has directed two movies that last episode I said I was going to watch in preparation for this. Time Bandits and Brazil. I did not have time to do that, but he's also been writer and director for other movies as far as like uh, Life of Brian, Monty Python, The Search for the Holy Grail, and other movies in the Mm -hmm. vein. So, yeah. The title character is taken from an actual real-life baron named Hieronymus Carl Frederick von Munchausen. He was a German general that fought in the Russian Empire during the Russo-Turkish War back in the 1700s. Oh, okay. Yep. And reading up a little bit on him, he was married a couple times. He did go on some adventures, but not the type of adventures that are on this movie or that he spoke about. (laughs) But later on in life, he would entertain noble people at his estate and tell him about his life. And this is where he would like embellish a little bit. And people thought... Not that he was a liar because he, you know, he went to the moon to, you know, get a special barrier or something like that. But not that he was lying, but he was making fun of the normal, like, day-to-day life. Okay. Mm. A little bit. So everybody knew that he was kind of... Eccentric? Eccentric is a good word. Okay. So, so this movie starts in the late 18th century with the Turks laying siege to a city. Okay. And is this a Russian city or a French city? That's where I got a little confused because at one point people are talking in Italian, Mm -hmm. French, and I was like, where are we? I have no idea where this is supposed (laughs) to be. Yeah. (laughs) I think the most important part of this is that they are fighting the Turks. Yeah. Okay. That's the. So the Turkish army are the bad guys here. So you don't have an answer to my question. I don't. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) Nope. It's a melting pot. <laughs> it's yeah. a melting pot kind of town. I mean, I thought it was a German city at first. Mm-hmm. And then they were speaking French because the guards yeah. look French. But then I was like, he fought in the uh, Russian-Turkish war. I'm like, well, it's not a Russian city. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I, did not, I did not look into it that much. But 
the Turks are laying siege to the city, but right now it's a little quiet and we happen upon... Like a theater troupe. Yeah, it's a theater troupe, kind of a traveling troupe that's putting on the actual adventures of Baron Munchausen. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm just going to say Munchausen, but I know it's pronounced Munchausen. Yeah. But I don't want to spit all over my microphone, so (laughs) it's just going to be Munchausen from now on. Like it's a bit damp. (laughs) And his name should have two H's in it instead of just one. So. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Because it's Munchausen. That's fun. Yeah. (laughs) Fun fact of the the day. The more you know. (laughs) The first main character that we see is this little girl named Sally. Mm-hmm. And she's going, Sally! <laughs> it's not even Sally, it's Shelly! <laughs> but she's like, she's going around and changing the names on this troop uh, pamphlet that's plastered all over the city because she is the lead's daughter. Correct. And it says Salt and Sun. Correct. And she's not taking kindly to that. Which is weird because she's doing this like during war <laughs> like uh-huh. my first inkling wouldn't be to go around and change some posters mine would be to duck and cover yeah during this time but even this theater troupe is still trying to entertain people during this hard time mm-hmm. which i thought was nice and i feel like that would be a really cool play to go see just how everything's done in it it's like yes really really well painted props and just just how kind of quirky it is as mm-hmm. well Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the theater, Mr. Salt, which I thought was kind of a funny name, yeah, <laughs> just Mr. Salt, uh, does a really good job of telling the story. But during this time, you're also introduced to like other characters that come in later into the movie. Yes, mm-hmm. but they're just kind of you find out like with war, like everyone's dying around them at this time, mm-hmm. and so now the actors actually have to turn into the. Um, like, what, like stage hands. Yes. So I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting. Yeah, with that type of troupe, if you were not on stage acting, you didn't have a part that was visible. You were in the back, like pulling levers or ropes or something, making a portion of the set work, mm-hmm. like the waves, the ship, something like that. So yeah. it looked really cool. Like the production looked good. That fish part was always really cool to me. Where it came out of the side. Yeah, that was always awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Mister Salt is the leader of this troupe and he is playing Baron Munchausen on stage and he's going over all of his adventures and exploits and whatnot and talking about things that you're going to see later on in the movie like getting Mm -hmm. swallowed by a giant fish going to the moon (laughs) all that type of stuff um but here you see the people in the back that are Bill Rupert Desmond and Jeremy are the stagehands that will later be playing Munchausen's like companions that he has to go find in the movie. This play is being put on in a theater that is bombed out, and everybody in the audience is kind of either has a head bandage. They look (laughs) like refugees, okay? It's basically going on to take their minds off of the war. Like, oh, yeah, your father just got blown up, um, but here, come and watch this. (laughs) And what I really like is Bear Munchausen shows up. So he is supposed to be a fictitious character, Okay, mm-hmm. and this old guy shows up with a huge nose and a little bendable rat ponytail and a curly like short wig. This is what was drawn up by the writer her f- who heard the actual Munchausen's stories mm-hmm. and then started writing children's books about his exploits and his adventures. Huh. Mm-hmm. So that's how he drew him. So the real Baron Munchausen in the movie, that's how he's portrayed. Okay. Okay. Nice. 
So he shows up and is an old guy with uh, a dog and he starts swinging a sword around <laughs> saying, this isn't how it happened. And everybody thinks he's like insane. Mm-hmm. Okay. This crazy old codger. Um, but he stops the play and he's like, I have to set the record straight because you are ruining my name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's old too. <laughs> like they, old, they make, old him, they make him look good and old. Like if when you, when you look at it, when he finds his companions, Everybody has aged from the time they've actually gone on these adventures, mm-hmm. and they all have these big moles all over their face. Yeah. It's like, like witches. oh, you're old. You have a big mole on you now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They all look crusty. He also <laughs> crosses paths with Horatio Jackson, and he is essentially, I mean, they tout him as the guy who's helping to win the war, mm-hmm. but he's essentially the guy who like runs this town. Correct. Later, find you find out obviously from his snooty demeanor, he's actually a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, he's like in cahoots with the uh, the Sultan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then, uh, but then he's talking to uh, some of his I don't know employees or whatever, and they bring in Sting. Yes, and he is a war hero essentially, and he has him executed because he's not good for business. They're like, this yeah. is the soldier that killed 20 of the Turkish army and took out three of their guns. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, execute him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this guy's like, and he's only in there for 30 uh-huh, seconds. Second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I only did what I needed to, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fun facts. So I did read a lot of fun facts about this, so it's going to come up. But Sting was in that part because he was um, – Terry Gilliam's neighbor at the time. Oh, that's fun. So he was like, come in for this little part. Yeah. <laughs> I live just right next to Sting. It's cool. mm-hmm. No biggie. <laughs> I like how he's credited, mm-hmm. but Robin Williams is not. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. He couldn't be credited. <laughs> yeah. Why? I know. Well, Robin Williams is on uh, in the movie later on, but his managers and his handlers and stuff said, we don't want you pimping Robin Williams for your movie. So he had to be billed as Ray DeTuto. Which was oh. the, you know king of everything or king of the moon, yeah. and he went unaccredited for that. Interesting. And yeah. he also did that part uncredited and unpaid. So he did it. He did it for free. And freaking like eighty percent of his lines, it was all ro- out of yeah. his head. Adley, yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't write that shit. No, you can't. You can't write ro- Robin Williams. You're just like here. This is the character you're going to play. And he's like, okay, got it. Yep. <laughs> Just spit from the dome. Uh-huh. His when, floating dome. Oh God. <laughs> when when I was listening to to his part, I had to pause it a couple times because I was like, okay, what was that word that he said? And I would look it up and I'm like, holy shit, like if he's just pulling that out of thin air or he knows like I'm going to say this because it was like a Spanish word or a French word that he was yeah. just peppering in his lines. What an amazing oh, – I miss that. What a cool piece, guy. Man. But another cool guy is – Baron Munchausen himself, which is played by John Neville. Mm-hmm. And we've seen him before in a few movies that we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Fifth Element. He was yeah. the general there. And this was only the second like film that he had done. The last one was like previously like 20 years later or mm. 20 years earlier. But he's typically a uh, stage actor. Wasn't yeah. he a bad guy in a Batman movie? He was a bad guy in The X-Files. Yes. Doom, 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 That's wrong. He was, <laughs> he was in the show for a hot Christ. second, and then he was in the movie okay. where he died. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Spoilers. Well, no one can ever sing the X Files song like correctly. 
Yeah, when you started singing, it sounded like Law and Order. It was. This was oh, Law and Order. Okay. <laughs> she was like, I can't do X Files. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so I've always seen that guy. Okay. Glad it connected with X Files because that makes sense yep. now. I always feel like he's just kind of a regal man. Like he's just a. Just like a kind English man. Yeah. So seeing him in the Baird Munchausen, I was like, man, I don't remember him being that old. And I was like, that's the power of makeup. Yep. Because <laughs> they make him look so fucking like decrepit. Yes. Yeah. In this. But throughout the movie, he kind of like, not de ages. No, he, de- he yeah. like, he is, is, is de ages a word? And then re ages. Yes. Depending yeah. on like where his adventure is taking him and mm-hmm. like how exciting it is. Like he, I think, looks the youngest when he starts dancing with like a female god. And he's like, yeah. ladies, yeah. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you nasty man. Madam. <laughs> he. <laughs> He's a horde dog. He is. He doesn't care who's watching either. It's like, oh, is that your husband right there? I don't give a shit. Oh, he's a god? <laughs> mm, come on. <laughs> yes. So Baird Munchausen is a very old man and gets up on stage and he actually just tells everybody that the war was started because of him. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And everybody's like, yeah, like, whatever. And he starts telling a story. No, no, no. This is how it happened. And I love the transition from him standing up on stage telling the story to uh, a bunch of refugee people to, like, it shifts behind him. And then the the scene just shifts to, like, a palace. Yeah, yeah. the okay. Sultan's Palace. The Sultan's Palace. But it's still the actor from the troupe is walking in, and then it is a, a seamless transition. Yeah, yeah. it's so, really good. So he's telling the story about how he made a wager with the Sultan. They mm-hmm. were trying some wine, and he was like, guess what? I can go get you a better bottle in a with, within an hour. It's a 1,000 miles away. <laughs> he's yeah. like, if I can't do it, you can cut off my head. And the Sultan's like, okay, well, if you can, then you could take as much from my treasury as one strong man can carry. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a good time to say that Baron, the Baron travels around with a very strong man, Convenient. One, convenient, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adolphus, which is a very strong man. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope, Adolphus is the yeah. shot guy. Yeah, what fucking wild-ass names, Jesus. They No, no. Well, his horse's yeah, name was, is, yeah. what, Persephone? Nope, not nope. Persephilus. No, Albrecht Buse- is the... Bucephorus. Albrecht is the guy who can shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, Albrecht is the strong guy. Berthold is the I running that, guy. I have that. Different. Adolphus is the shooting guy, That's and Gustavus is the hairy, blowy guy. And they call him Gus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gus, Gus. <laughs> One is Albrecht, which is a very strong man. Convenient. Convenient <laughs> when you're making wagers of this kind. Mm. Adolphus is a marksman that can shoot and hit a bullseye anywhere on the planet, it seems yeah, like, from anywhere he is. Berthold, which... It, can run very very fast Mm -hmm. and throughout this movie and he's played by eric idol which is part of uh the monty python troupe Mm -hmm. and in this movie they put him in they put him in these like yellow and orange leggings but his thighs are like massive he looks like a weightlifter 
but he has this like little skinny body but his legs are just all like puffed out yeah. and he has balls and chains on his legs because otherwise he would just be running off everywhere yeah did you notice something else about his outfit <sighs> no somewhere in like the crotch area dude he has a giant fake dick in his pants <laughs> <laughs> i never noticed it i didn't, know I that was didn't notice it this it's just like points up just like off to the side i'm like there's no way that's just a crease it is like it's are you sure yeah okay yeah well, i'm gonna go look for it's uh, really fucking ridiculous Eric <laughs> fake dick then. and the last guy well he might have had like goose of us in his pants at that point no but, <laughs> but the last uh, companion is goose of us and he uh can blow things down and he is he has super hearing yeah so that's about it it's basically all the kind of people that you want in your uh, friends group. It's true. Yeah, that's true. And then, it, and then the Baron just kind of gets them into these uh, adventures where they have to do the work. Yeah, he's like the mouthpiece for them. Oh yeah, and then he has like a superhuman horse that can yeah. like jump from anywhere, swim, fly, you know, whatever. <laughs> yes. Cool. Um. So he makes this wager, and Bertold has to go. Run to Vienna, a thousand miles away, get this bottle of wine, come back within an hour. Mm-hmm. As soon as he takes off, the Sultan starts preparing his neck to be chopped because he's like, there's no way that this is ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's taking a little longer than the Baron would like. He jumps with his horse out of the castle down to his friends, which is like 10 stories below. Yeah. Of okay. Course. And they, one guy can see that he's sleeping underneath a tree. He shoots an apple, wakes him up. He runs back just in time for one little bead to be dropping down the hourglass. So yeah. he went. So he wins the wager, pretty right. much. Okay, and of course he uses his strong man to take every coin out of the sultan's treasury. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the sultan doesn't know this. He's just he's too busy with his like harem in the water. Which when <laughs> I was a kid watching this. I did not notice that many naked asses in this scene. That's true. They are like, all man, over the place. I want a pool in my room. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, there's like women laying in hammocks and like butts and everything all over the place. And that mm-hmm. is one of the parents' thing on IMDb. Like, there's so many naked women in this. Okay. <laughs> Which I can see if you're watching this with a kid and like the first scene you see is like a big ass off on the, the biggest, right. mm-hmm. the biggest, <laughs> butt. the biggest butt. <laughs> So then, essentially, that is how the war was started. Yeah. And now this is where we get the mix of the Sultan is actually going after the Baron, and mm-hmm. his guys do his thing, like uh, Gustavus blows people back, and they're shooting at him. But that coincides with the explosions happening around the theater Yeah. when they're actually being attacked. And that kind of halts everything. And this is where you get a sense of the Baron has been on so many adventures that he just wants to die yeah yeah like it's just like another task for him to do he's like okay now's a good time to die and then death comes to meet him yeah <laughs> and like tried to take his soul and he's like ah go away i'm trying to die yeah <laughs> <laughs> sally the little girl kind of befriends him and is like oh come on you know if you really are the baron you can save the town yeah so she believes in him but he's like you said go away like, I'm just done. I'm sorry to hear that. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, death in this movie I never scared the shit out of me yeah. as a kid. Yeah, because, I mean, it like 
It's, it's a skeleton. Now, with red hair of all colors. Yeah, <laughs> like, a like, ginger death. <laughs> death by <laughs> Not ginger. Not as threatening as you would think it is, but it's yeah. pretty scary. But something about Terry Gilliam movies, he is like all about practical effects. Yes. And just, I mean, I know we're entering in another age, especially with like Star Wars, of using practical effects for like animat- with like animatronics and puppets and stuff. But man... Like his movies are so good about that, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's like obviously you can tell when something's on a green screen, but when it's like tangible, yeah. Even though it looks, it may look a little janky, like it just, just something about it works a lot better than like you know you go back and watch the Star Wars prequels, and everything's on a blue screen, mm-hmm. so all of the backgrounds are like super like early 2000 yeah, CGI <laughs> like super smooth and <laughs> shiny it's like ugh but yeah Terry Gilliam movies are great yeah, especially I, when it comes I to I mean practical. I liked pretty much all the creatures in this movie mm-hmm. like I thought they were kind of fun like when we meet the king of the moon mm-hmm. he's got a creature he rides as like three heads Sybil they always looked real fucking weird that just thing like, creeps me just out just a little just like all the creatures seem just a little off. Like even the giant fish that they come across, mm-hmm. like the eyes are very detailed and it's just like, eh, I'm I good. For- <laughs> I forgot how much of this movie did creep me out when I was a kid, yeah. but yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, we still watch, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of movies like that. We watch that like them themselves are creepy, but we still watched it as a kid and like watched it over and over as kids. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mama like, ain't raised no bitch. <laughs> but it's also like, I don't remember like comprehending half the things in this no. movie no. until I watched it yesterday. And I'm like, wait a second. They're talking about stuff. <laughs> like, you know, they're talking about adult themed stuff. I know. And you're like, why did I catch that as a kid? Or like, you know, I was just, I think visually, I was just like, okay, I'm entertained yeah. by this. Stuff is happening. Yep. <laughs> Stuff is happening. Just moving all around. So somehow, Sally sparks, I guess, more life in the Baron, mm-hmm. right? And he gets up and he is like, okay, let's go see what's going on. And they make their way up to the wall of the city. And this, him riding a cannonball, which is what happens next, um, is one. It's a mortar. Because he has to yeah. correct the people. He's like, it wasn't a fucking cannonball. It was a mortar. Well, he does this. I grabbed a cannonball on the way back. <laughs> he, do- <laughs> he does that thing because Sally's like, I'm trying to tell, like, Sally's trying to tell her entire family that I'm like, no, this is the real guy. And they're like, whatever. And he's like, uh, you're lying. <laughs> and then he goes into specifics like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, he's very particular when his stories are being told. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like, get it right. You're not going to be able to tell it right, and you're not going to be able to tell right. it with as much flourish as I would. Mm-hmm. So just let me take the stage. Um, but yes, he rides a mortar that is shot from the city over to the Turks, and you see him like flying through the air. Yeah. Okay. And then before he hits the ground, he lets go and catches a cannonball on the <laughs> way back. <laughs> and this is one of the stories that the real in life Baron Munchausen told Mm -hmm. is him actually riding a cannonball back uh and but then on the way back he passes death that takes a swipe at him with his sickle which that part there so let's describe yeah let's describe death real quick going back 
there are three movies said to be directed by Terry Gilliam that show the different stages of life. I think I touched on this in the last episode. Mm -hmm. Time Bandits, Youth, uh, Brazil, Middle Age, and Munchausen is later on in life. Okay. And in this movie, Munchausen does not like, he does not like doctors. Okay. Because that means death that, you know, he does not like that. But also at a certain point, he's trying to die. Like he, his story is coming to an end. It's just another adventure. But death that is following him around is this very tall skeleton like creature draped in black cloth with these huge black wings and red hair. Yeah. Covered up with a dark black hood, these piercing like little white pinhole eyes yeah. and a huge black sickle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's pretty awesome. picturesque of death. Yeah. But yeah. I think but it also has like crazy wings. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's got these like huge arching like black wings. Yep. Which yeah. is pretty dope was terrified as a child and it also makes this like shriek noise when it's like communicating or like being like just annoyed like yeah. and you're like no don't like that yeah. no thank you <laughs> yeah that scream haunts my dreams yeah mm, should make ringtone. <laughs> taylor watches and was like sweet brought those memories up yeah so when he comes back to the city he makes a plan. He's like, look, I will save your city. I need to go find my companions. I think I lost them here. And he tells all these women that he is like, they're kind of sweet on him a mm-hmm. little bit. Like, yeah. it's the women from the troop and like this really old one is like, oh, you are the Baron. <laughs> like, oh, you're so magnificent. Yeah. He's like, oh, ladies. <laughs> and he always has a rose on him or yes. a red flower yeah. of some sort. It's yep. a rose. It's always okay. a rose. Well. Except at the it end. It didn't look like a rose at the end. Oh. It's not a rose at the end. He it doesn't is. give Sally a rose. Yeah. What flower did he give him? A scarlet, scarlet Pimpernel. You're a Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives these why? women. Why what? Why did he give her a different flower? Because she's not ready. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Things were different maybe, back maybe then. Maybe it's like a friend. Like. They would have that in school where you like send your friend carnations, but the friend ones are like the white carnations, not the pink or red. In school? Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Why would you send your friend? It's like You're a, my friend. Here's a flower. <laughs> it's like a fundraiser okay. for school. So like they would be white, carna- white, pink, and red carnations. So white, somebody got a red carnation, like, ooh, you dating? Well, someone's probably in love. And then the pink <laughs> oh, one's like, ooh, you a hoe? <laughs> <laughs> probably. And then the pink was for an admirer. That's so weird. I don't know. It was no, hold on. Money. Was this in high school? Yeah, this was in high okay, school. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking this was like at middle school, and I was like, why are they like I think we people did, on to do I think this we shit? did that in middle school as well. That's so weird. Eh, whatever. Tell somebody that you like them with a no. flower. I don't know. I think that's kind of nice. Yeah, it's not like weird. It's not. I mean, for that, it's not like getting someone a pumpernickel or whatever. Here you go. (laughs) Okay, Daffy Duck. (laughs) (laughs) Scarlet pumpernickel. (laughs) (laughs) But he says his adieu to the ladies and says, "Kindly remove your knickers," which is like very thick undergarments that women used to wear. Yep. And he sews them together and makes a hot air balloon out of them. Yeah. 
Don't. Use, uses the ship from the theater troupe to fly out of the city and go find his friends. Correct. Yep. And, and the first sure. place, yeah, and the first <laughs> sure. place he decides to go is the moon. Can totally get there with a hot air balloon. He <laughs> 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 came was like, "Wait, you have to go to space. That doesn't work." Yeah, but uh, but Sally stows away. Elms gets thrown overboard. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, he he also just picked her up with ease. Like this man's like a hundred and two, just picks her up, <laughs> just dumps her over the yeah. edge. <laughs> They're in his adventure now yeah you're with the baron now so you're going to be able to go places and do things that you wouldn't normally be able to do yeah so a storm rolls up they crash in the water but then as they're floating in calm water it turns to sand so they are on the moon it's pretty cool that transition the transition's very cool yep watching this movie again the the way that the sets were made up kind of reminded me of the movie the cell with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, I've yeah. seen that in forever. But yeah, it's like that, that weird, like, surrealistic world. Especially when he, makeup. like, comes into the town. The town like, yeah. is that really off-putting horn sound, like a kid's horn beep, sound. Beep, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like... That always made me feel awkward when I was mm-hmm. a kid. It always makes me feel awkward now. Yeah. Well, apparently why they did that is because they ran out of money. Yes. They're like, so let's just do some drawings of buildings and, and just like force them and, and move them and move like, them side to side, which really worked for what it was supposed to do. But they were supposed to build an entire like town. Oh, yeah. oops. <laughs> and he was supposed to go through it, but I think this it actually made it even weirder. Yeah, it, it did. It did. There's always like things like this when it's like older movies that like they don't have like the CGI and stuff that we have yeah. now. That's just kind of off putting to me. Like, like artsy films, like from the seventies and eighties, and Baron Munchausen would fall under this category. Yeah. Where is it's that just like Victorian era? I Munchausen, don't know. late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah. It just is like unsettling how they do certain. Oh no, this things. is late seventeen hundreds. Pretty sure it said eighteen hundreds. Eighteenth century. Eighteenth century, which would be seventeen hundreds. Stupid. I know. Why do we do that? It's okay. Whatever. Anyways. It's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like. I'm glad they found, like, it's a resource for them to, like, create a scene. But I'm like, wow, this is very unsettling to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, out of necessity, you kind of have yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> but then they meet Ray DeTuto. King of the Moon. Played Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so talk about this a little bit. What was so unsettling when you were a kid about this part? Um... Well, the fact that when he's, I don't know, acting most like intelligent and when he's, you know, the king of the cosmos, he's just a disembodied floating head. Correct. Kind of like on a silver <laughs> platter. Mm-hmm. And his hair is actually part of his head. Like, yeah. Like part of his skin, I guess. Yeah. And he just has like hair puffs on the side and he's really pale. It looked like the and, top of a column. Yeah. yeah a little yeah. bit. He looks like he's out the middle of his head. Marble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost. But like some of the makeup on his face makes it look like like small craters. Like he's made of the moon. Mm-hmm. But when he comes back to his body, he becomes a very loud, gassy, <laughs> pleasure driven. I was like person. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> he chews food really grossly, and he has. <laughs> fruit all over his mouth he's and he's like, spitting out seeds <laughs> <laughs> hey, where you going 
Uh, farting at the same time. I didn't realize how much he farted. I didn't either. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I'm back. He's just I'm like farting and like trying to hump his wife. And he's like, <laughs> You're like, yeah, I probably want to get away from you too, sir. Yeah. Gross. Oh my gosh. Then we meet uh, King of the Moon's wife, who is Aaron Brockovich. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> I I didn't get her name. Damn, I thought I wrote it down. But she was like a famous actress. She's the same woman who plays the one of the women in the troupe. Mm-hmm. That kept coming up to him like, oh, you are the Baron. Yeah. So the people in the play actually play these characters in his adventures. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But she's obviously madly in love with the Baron. Mm-hmm. He's Tra- been there before. He has. He was like, uh, no more of that Piccolo Casanova. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all these places in his adventure he's been to and he's gotten in some sort of trouble with mm-hmm. it. Yep. So Baron Munchausen is just a skank. <laughs> oh yeah and the king and queen of the moon are i don't know 200 times the size of baron munchausen yeah. giants yeah. yeah yeah like completely massive <laughs> so so once the king of the moon has baron and sally captured he puts them in like this floating cage and that's where they meet berthold who's yep. been there for like 20 years and the baron left him there yep <laughs> berthold though has amnesia because mm-hmm. he, he can't remember anything. I can't remember. He can't remember a lot <laughs> of things. I did laugh a lot about that. I know. Um, but he's super old. He doesn't have his luscious locks and a ponytail anymore. It's kind of like white hair coming out the side of his head. And he's aged. Okay? Yeah. His legs aren't all poofy. He can't run. And he's all used up. Yeah. But somehow the queen, the queen's head comes floating towards them with a key and gets them out of the cage. Her body is back in bed with the king, and this entire time she's making these noises like, oh, you know, these like sexual noises. And Sally's like, what is going on? I just love that. He's like, uh, how do I describe this to a kid? He's tickling her feet, and that's exactly what he's yeah. doing. <laughs> he's in bed like tickling her toes. <laughs> um. So the queen flies them to this area where they can get away, cuts a lock of her hair. And this is where he's like, oh, you know, I have to escape with my friends. And like, well, you are pretty. And she's like, I thought you loved me. But her head is the size of a building. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I thought you wanted to leave with me. And he's like, well, not right now. But I'll be back. (laughs) And the king finds out that they are gone. Mm Mm-hmm. Or that her head is gone, and it's like you're with that little man, and goes and chases them on you this. You told me, sir, don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one of the words he called her was like a whore. Mm-hmm. He was like, "You putana," which is like whore in Spanish or Italian or something like that. Okay, and I didn't even know that. Hmm. But he's like saying these little things mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah, when he tries to hit her in the head, he's like, "Oh, you can't, you can't hit your head if you." Nope, not even going to say that. <laughs> oh God, Jesus. No head to hit. But when he chases after them, there's a three-headed, mechanical, steampunkish, griffin-looking thing. Yeah. That okay? thing terrified me as a kid, too. Yeah. Because the three people split apart, and the bird splits apart, and he goes crashing, but he was chasing after them with a stalk of asparagus? 
That's what I thought was weird. I was like, I'm why not? Yeah, you know, sure. Why not? Sure. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, this just happened. Just because like, they're oh. called asparagus spears, they're not called stalks. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> Terry Gilliam, you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because it's even big for him. Yes, it's like the size of a spear, <laughs> even though he's already, you know, massively bigger yeah, than like a like, human. Yeah. Jeez. They make their way to the point of the moon, and this is where you see all the constellations like flying by. It looks like an old school uh, map of mm-hmm. the stars and whatnot. And they tie a lock of the queen's hair to the tip, and they climb down. And this is where Baron Munchausen has a great idea to. We ran out of rope. I just cut it from the top and just splice it to the bottom, and they instantly fall to earth. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense. I'm like. Is Baron Munchausen just like not that smart? Because <laughs> he cut it. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's why you're Baron Munchausen. Yeah. It's like, no, that doesn't make any he's sense type, to me. He's the type of person that everything works out the way it should. He's he's like a human cat. Like, no matter what the situation, he always lands on his feet. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll be okay. But they fall, and the movie is spliced with like little models and whatnot. And you see the earth. That's surrounded by clouds. No. And they just, like these three little dolls just like falling towards it. <laughs> and that's them falling yeah. back towards Earth. And they hit a volcano just perfectly and fall to the center of the Earth and begin their next adventure with more giants and cyclops. Cyclopses? Cyclops. Cyclops. It's probably cyclops. Cyclops. Cyclops is. <laughs> cyclopses. <laughs> So, and they meet Vulcan, the god. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is played by Oliver Reed. Yes. Which I enjoy that, mm-hmm. like his movies. He's one like, of my favorite characters in this movie. Yes. He is the most zero to 60 god that yep. you meet. Mm-hmm. But he's also like talking, he's like, we're all big and strong because the Baron's like, hey, you guys can help me find my other friends. And Vulcan goes to pick him up and he Baird Munchausen is like two feet taller than him yeah. <laughs> and you're like wait what <laughs> <laughs> I just love when they first show all of the miners in the volcano they're having some kind of like labor dispute yeah yeah and it's cool how they do the cyclopses because they're Jesus it's cool how they do the cyclops because they have like these helmets on but there's obviously just one eye yes. which I didn't notice for like a long time that there were actually cyclops there oh, yeah, yeah. And their eyes are just kind of moving like wherever, but there's always one that stuck out to me. And he's just like, no higher than two percent. He's like throwing these like hot embers, and then there's one that's just like, burning <laughs> 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 cyclops. I laughed really hard at that scene too. Oh my god, a labor dispute. You're like, I see myself in that cyclops. <laughs> Yes, that was, yeah, that was, um, that made me laugh because it reminded me of when we were younger. There's like that scene and there's a scene where Berthold is running finally, like as he gets older. I rewound that multiple times. I did too, where he gets all the steam. He's like, I'm going to go save the Baron. And then he just (laughs) takes off five feet later. He trips. And then he just lands like spread eagle on his face. (laughs) It's just so it's like little scenes like that that I'm just like that was always hilarious to watch that. But you find out that 
What is he? What is Vulcan the god of? Like the god he's of the war. He's the god of. He's the god of volcanoes, the forge, craftsmen, namely like mainly uh, blacksmiths. Okay. He's like he's the Roman god uh, version of Hephaestus. Yeah. Which was the god of what? The same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like, is he another god? <laughs> Did you ever play God of War three? Y- yep. Uh, isn't that what they messed up in uh, Fantasia? It was supposed to be they, Hephaestus, they but just, they said it was They Vulcan. just switch them around. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he is the one that <laughs> if you are building something blacksmith-wise, that's why at the beginning he's like, you know, business is good down here. Whoever you are, the Huns, the Romans, whatever. Yeah, like if you need weapons, like, like, I'm the forger. I'm the one making it. And they mm-hmm. walk by a bomb. Yeah. And at that point, I guess, it, like the late 1700s, they're like, what is this? It's like, oh, this is a intercontinental ballistic multi-warhead target heat-seeking nuclear, nuclear bomb. bomb. <laughs> and they're like, what's a bomb? He's like, oh, well, you can, you know, kill all your enemies. All the all the men, all the women, all their children, all the cattle, yeah. all the dogs and the cats, <laughs> all, all dead. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, this is coming. This is coming down the pike, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And Berhold says, "Well, that's that's terrible." He says, "That's no fun." Oh, he was like, "That's <laughs> no fun," and he was like, "Well, we cater to all kinds down here." And you're just like, Correct. "Oh my god!" It's like the mind of men, what they can create. Mm-hmm. That is what he is the god of. And yeah. here's this fucking nuclear bomb mm-hmm. yeah. on its way. So. But he takes him for a spot of tea. So yeah. he's really like, he's he's in this big leather outfit and he's hunched over and he looks really gruff. His hair's all fucked up and like bushing out. Mm. But he's like, <laughs> and he's greasy and dirty and he's like, come for a spot of tea. Mm-hmm. And he's all dainty pinkies up and whatnot. With this like tiny ass tea set. <laughs> it's so cute. I love when he just like, he pours the tea and he's like, just, a drop. <laughs> just takes a little drop off. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but at this time, we get to meet his wife, which is Venus, mm-hmm. the goddess of love. We meet uh, his companion first. That's what she just said. Yeah. He said she said wife. That is a we not meet, companion? We meet Baron's companion. He backs in. Oh, yeah, okay. Sorry, I was sorry. like, wait a second. <laughs> I was like, is wife companion the same thing? Albrecht. Yeah, Albrecht. <laughs> um, um, partner. <laughs> so we meet um bef- albrecht oh uh, we meet albrecht which is the strong man yep. who stole all the gold <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um and he's this sh- strong demeanor kind of mean like that's what you like want to think but he comes in in this like maid's like uniform in a way over mm-hmm. his like other clothes which mm-hmm. they definitely have a limited like budget of like clothing in this movie in a yeah. way because they just put like um this nice like white wig on him and an apron and he doesn't want to be known as this like strong person he wants to be quiet and delicate mm-hmm. it's, like, it's this big dude I mean, he's, he's gotta big, be like over six and a half feet tall he's bigger than vulcan yes and when he comes in he's like oh here's my tiny Mace. maid <laughs> he's like i like being known as like tiny i love it i love it it's bliss (laughs) he's gone funny so also i like the part where he's like i didn't spend your gold i don't have your gold i mean i gave it away to charity it's like you spit it didn't you (laughs) so 
they're trying to convince him to go on an adventure, basically. Um, during this time, a giant shell comes out of like an indoor pool area mm-hmm. <laughs> and reveals uh, Venus, mm-hmm. who is uh, Vulcan's wife. Yep. Which is Uma Thurman. It's her first movie. It's her first movie? It's her first That's movie. That's pretty cool. It um, was her first movie that she started filming. But this movie took so fucking long to make that she actually went off and did another movie that finished before this one. Uh-huh. Oh, so it was released fourth. <laughs> she made three other movies before? before this one was released. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Did yeah. not know that. But it looks just like Botticelli's painting of Venus. It's that, really That everyone cool. has seen. So. Yeah. It's really, really cool. And you totally see your nipple. For a it's hot the, second. It's yeah. the, a little nip slip. <laughs> it's the close up. Like you see her and she's. She looks just like the painting, but then there's a close-up when, like, I don't know what you call them. They weren't cherubs. Are, like, circling around her, and she's yeah. down in the corner. It's, like, full nipple. She's not covering it up. Like, mm. they should have shot a little higher. Why are you, like, so, like, about this? You're just like, there's a nipple. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> you see your nipple. I could just say that. I don't remember. You could have, but you did it. But like, <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. But like her, it being her first movie when she's supposed to be covered up, you would think that whoever was like, especially editing in it. editing it, like they would have taken mm. that out or like just shoot a little higher. No. Because I don't think that it was like, look, you're going to be fully, you're going to be nude or something, but. That's fair. Yeah. I like the scene because I liked her dress. And I'm like, that would be awesome to be dressed mm-hmm. by other like angel things. That'd be dope. I don't got to yeah. do shit. I don't have to do anything. I got to stand in the shell and get dressed. <laughs> but like, sh- <laughs> Baron Munchausen through this entire thing, his pupils are more and more dilated every time you see mm-hmm. him. Yeah. He is like, I'm in fucking love right He's now. He's like gobsmacked. And I don't care if your husband's staring at me right now, like Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go zero to 60. And that's the best part is like Vulcan sees him like Uglin, his wife. And he's like, this is Venus, the (laughs) goddess, my wife, my (laughs) wife. (laughs) (laughs) Like when he runs up to, he's like, Oh, my wife. He's not like actually kissing her. He's just like air kisses him. The little fluttering figures, like it's also because oh. he's such he's such a like like a black he's a blacksmith he's like it's <laughs> it's like polar opposite yeah, yeah. polar yeah. opposite and he's actually very sweet and dainty at the uh-huh. same time and he's like he's like I have something for you and he's like reaching it looks like he's like reaching in his crotch and he pulls out this like lump of coal and compacts it compresses it into a diamond for her that's yeah. pretty dope and she's like oh another diamond and she has like a quarter filled with diamonds that yeah. he's given her <laughs> but throughout the filming of this movie it was said i don't know because i wasn't there that oliver reed spent most of his time drunk mm-hmm. and trying to bed uma Thurman. oh cool so i mean he has a like reputation of being like kind of like the bad boy on like sets mm-hmm. oh so i could see that okay. <laughs> like i could see that yeah, yeah i had heard that's how it was through tommy <laughs> Oof, he's no. like i'm just drunk this entire movie that's another one that freaked me out when tommy? i was a kid yeah. it's like that surrealist 70s film 
it's the way that they films like that that i angles at which they shoot it and yeah it's just it bothers me i think oliver reed's in a couple of those like not just tommy but like other ones he's an oliver they're (laughs) oh yeah i guess that's true (laughs) what that he is an oliver oh i didn't know that not oliver and company just oliver no. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> the musical Oliver. Yes. Not an Oliver company. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But the Baron and Venus kind of go off, and everybody else is following behind him. And Vulcans does not like this. Mm-hmm. She starts dancing with him, and they float up in the air. And this is where the cherubs come around. So they're dancing literally in the clouds, and Sally's like, "We need to get this shit going." Yeah, because... Um, the Baron's in there kissing your wife. <laughs> because, like, through all these adventures, like, yes, they're cool, but their whole reason for going on these adventures or, like, going through these old adventures are to get people to help f- defeat the Turks. Yeah. So it's like Sally is this, like, I don't know, 10-year-old kid who's like, I have a mission, and Baron's like, lady, uh-huh. <laughs> lady. <laughs> he's like regal grandeur he, and she's like the people are dying my family's back there correct you <laughs> told them that you would be back he keeps keep saying your word. oh they're fine <laughs> he's like they have nothing to worry about <laughs> like that's lies you see people getting blown up <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so vulcan doesn't have any more of this pulls him down and pretty much by the scruff of his neck hauls the baron out yeah and tosses him into this like swirling vortex pool and then tosses Albrecht in, and then tosses Sally in, which is funny because she's like, "You're mean," and he like gets down, <laughs> like <laughs> snarls at her, and just like just chucks this little kid into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like that type of relationship between Vulcan and Venus, she does things to piss him off because she likes it. She's, she's like, bored. "You never let me have any fun," and he gets all mad, and she's like, "Did that excite you?" He's like, like, y'all just just rich people with nothing to do. Yeah, right. And then they're in the water and they float through this like water wormhole, looks like, Mm -hmm. and pop out somewhere in the Pacific, as he says, and upside down. And then they meet a giant fish. Yep. Giant fish with giant eyes and giant fins and giant mouth it looks like a mountain like when they first see it, they're like it's a volcano i'm sorry i sounded like i was falling asleep when i said <laughs> yeah, that <Jesus> Christ. <laughs> giant mouth, giant ass. <laughs> like a doll's eyes it's like something big it starts with an m he's just like it's a demon of the deep it doesn't start with m <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of little side comments that people make that the like outside of the baron baron like that people make that i'm just like I, I like this. I mean, I fucking love Eric Idle so much. It's like, he's the first one to surface, and he's just like, oh, we're in the water. And then he's like, oh, wait, I can't swim. And immediately <laughs> sinks. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're doing just fine. But, so when they see the fish off in the distance, it looks like an island. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like in the never-ending story, when the giant tortoise is in the mud, it mm. just looks like a hill, but it's like that. So these <laughs> <laughs> hit that turtle so much, bastard! <laughs> but it turns towards them, swallows them up, and 
as always in giant fish and whales or whatever in movies for some reason it's they don't have any guts or insides it's just this you see their backbone and it's just <laughs> it's hollow just yeah on the inside so there's these pirate ships like in there in a little bit of water and this is where they find gusavus and um adolphus yeah they're playing cards with other pirates and whatnot i don't know how they got in there that we never got into that but they're like they're happy to see everybody but they say sit down you're going to be dead for a long while yeah so this is where the baron kind of like loses interest and hope in life and getting out of this at all and adolphus the sharpshooter has poor vision now and gustavus can't hear shit And this is where we also get a quick shot of Terry Gilliam. He's the guy on the, um, what's the accordion? Oh. On the accordion oh, playing. Okay. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he was supposed to have somebody else do it. But He's then, like, I'll do it. <laughs> but then they're like, no. And he was like, Ugh, whatever. I'll just do it. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> just put me in some makeup. I'll do it. It's fine. But yeah, this is this is probably the biggest jump back that the Baron has in age because he was yes. with Venus and he was like at his youngest. Mm-hmm. And then all of this shit happens and he's on the ship and he's ready to give up again and he's like an old man again. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does not care. And then we get a quick glimpse of death. It's almost like Sally is the repellent for death mm-hmm. for him. Because she's not like, giving up. She's not going to give up because they have a greater mission. And again, yeah, death's there and makes that squawk noise, which is like... Nails Dealing those cars, just like... Just like... Eh. <laughs> go then he gets, fish. Then he gets, <laughs> 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 wait how do they get out of the fish oh with the snuff a, with a, bit a of snuff a modicum <laughs> of snuff is very efficacious it's it's basically pinocchio like the entire right. the entire i mean mm. i guess technically mm. this might have come before i don't know about that one what they get blown out of this fish's blowhole but oh yeah monstro sneezes them yeah that's watch true. out for those teeth <laughs> <laughs> oh god i just Dude. thought about the new disney pinocchio the one that the guillermo del toro one no, no the one that tom hanks was on is that oh. released already oh yeah Ooh. and it is real bad i mean i'm just saying <laughs> disney should not make live action they don't do well and i know everyone's real excited for the little mermaid i'm really excited for mm. little mermaid too i thought the little mermaid would have been out before pinocchio because like i heard about little mermaid i didn't hear and then i thought it was going to be released and then i heard about pinocchio and pinocchio's out no pinocchio was not. straight to uh disney plus like it oh. wasn't released in theaters mm-hmm. and Maybe you can should do tell that. why <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like but Tom Hanks. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. You're America's hey. dead. You're America's dead, Tom Hanks. But Tom Hanks, no. I don't think they make great live action. Everybody liked Aladdin I, and I Beauty and the Beast. I thought Beauty and the Beast was terrible. Mm. Okay, there's just nothing so. that really stands out about him. Like the only thing that stands out to me is Will Smith being a blue genie. Like, that's all I remember maybe from... I'll, maybe I'll watch that eventually, but I wasn't going to watch it because it's, like, was already disappointed with the other yeah. movies. So okay. it's like, yeah. So, as in the play, at the very beginning, where the actor was saying that a modicum, a modicum of snuff is efficacious, um, he blows it into the fish, and you <laughs> cause a fish to sneeze, yep. pretty much. They get shot out of the fish. Yeah. And I was looking up snuff because I never knew what it was. It's cocaine. It's it's not. 
It's not? It's crack no. cocaine. It's, I, <laughs> see, that's the thing. Is like I always thought it was like... I thought it was cocaine. I always thought it was cocaine, too, or no. like a dried drug. But well, I guess you could call it a drug. It is powderized uh, tobacco leaves. And when the, huh. the capillaries and whatnot in your nose, when you snuff it, that nicotine and stuff is a uh, quicker rush than oh. smoking it. Smoking tobacco, huh. like in a pipe, was seen as being dirty and low class, but snuff was higher Shoving class. it up your nose. Was, uh, wow. Oh, you must not be a poor person with yeah. your snuff. <laughs> That's so backwards. Yeah. Well, it's like, okay, are you going to smoke crack now, you poor person, or are you going to like do some blow? That's like a rich person thing. Do you see what I mean? Mm, it's yeah. like the same thing. Same well, thing. not the same thing, but that's Yeah, I understand. So it'd be that nicotine head rush. It's like you're all still doing drugs. <laughs> like No, it's snuff. Ugh. Totally different. But he feeds the fish some snuff. Yes. They blow up the blow He feeds the fish some fish <laughs> fish. He's like, eat this. <laughs> but they blow out of the blowhole, and then they end up they on fall the beach. In the- they fall in yeah. the water, and somehow, like, a dinghy gets blown out with a... Mm-hmm. And, oh, this is where uh, the Baron it. comes across his... Uh, this is where the Baron comes across his horse, uh, Bucephalus, who just happened to be in the fish, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, he must have heard me, and, like, bust <laughs> through a door. So now he's, like, on an adventure again. And he pulls him and the horse up out of the water by his ponytail. I love it. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. like, But then I'm like, damn, they actually dunked that horse in some water. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like in shot in reverse, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. But still, the horse is like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, swim. <laughs> <laughs> but they happen to be blown out right by the beach of where the city is yeah so they're on the outside they're on the outside of the walls they are going to get the turks now so they devise this plan and this is where all his companions are like laying down yeah Yeah, they're all old and tired they're old they can't fight anymore sally's like they don't have any more fight left in them so he's like fuck it i'm gonna go talk to this sultan because he still wants my head because i took all of his money and he gives himself up Mm -hmm. pretty much yes he puts his head on the chopping block again, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they lead out this executioner and the executioner's assistant, who is also the guy that we have seen in other movies. He played the cart driver in um, Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe, and he was also- Oh, I thought you meant like the guy holding the giant like sword. No. And he was the goblin in Legend. Yep. And what's his I name? Yeah. <laughs> and what's his name? His name is. I wrote it down. Hold on. Something Shah, or is it because I have oh, Kieran Shah. Yep. Executioner's assistant. I wrote it down, but I didn't highlight that one. That's fine. So Kieran Shah. And as he is about to get his head cut off again, mm-hmm. <laughs> Adolphus shoots the axe or whatever that thing was. It yeah. cuts the Sultan's like turban in half. So you see this like bald head <laughs> yeah. underneath of it, mm-hmm. which is funny. And so this is where you find out about the collusion between 
Horatio and the Sultan. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, well, we you can't attack. It's Wednesday. Okay, well, what about Thursday? And they're like planning out the war pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so he's a bad guy. We surrendered last time, so it's your turn. <laughs> he's, he's like, like oh. mm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> so now everybody is ready to, to fight. Mm-hmm. The Baron jumps up, and this is where... Gusevus blows everybody over, so you see his power is back. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Sally's with him. And through this, the Baron's riding around on his horse like, ha-ha! And, you know, there's 50 people with spears around him, and he's just taking them all on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he, does. he gets at one point where he creates this, like, whirlwind, and it's just his horse, a fake horse, spinning in the center yeah. <laughs> of him riding it, just like and he's chopping just defeating people. people. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ha ha! <laughs> but the best is when Adolphus sees that somebody is going to shoot the Baron, mm-hmm. and his powder is wet, and he's like, Berthold, run. And he runs down the mountain, and he fucking trips immediately. <laughs> it's and it's so the funny. funniest thing. It's ever. so funny. <laughs> But it's great because, like I mentioned, oh, what episode was it that I was talking about bullet time? I guess technically this would be bullet time? Maybe? Shit, I, I can't although, remember. Although it's not in slow motion. Yeah. So no, I guess it wouldn't yeah. be bullet time. So he's essentially trying to catch up with this bullet, but he's running in the opposite direction. When it passes him, <laughs> he like turns around real quick, and they clearly just like reverse the film yep. behind him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like running past all these people, trying to catch up with it, and he ends up uh, grabbing like a piece of armor, and like it reflects off of that, and then a couple of weapons, and then hits the shooter, and he's yeah. like, oh! <laughs> and falls over and dies. It's so ridiculous. And, of course, the Baron sees him on the ground after doing all that running. He was like, get up. I can't do everything. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, Albrecht is lugging three anchors out of the water so sweet. of these huge ships. I don't know if they were the ships that were in the fish or... No, they were... At the very beginning of the movie, they show, like, a faraway shot of, like, the beach and there's like, like the ships Turkish that are fleet. there's ships that are sunken. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So he pulls the anchors and the chains up and he's standing on this rock in the water and he gets enough momentum because he's a very strong guy mm-hmm. that he starts spinning these three ships in the air and you can see him just like cutting through the clouds. It's so fucking sweet. And the oh. Turks are like, "Oh shit." They start running away and he just releases them. And the ships just like fall on the entire army. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much like the final blow yeah. for them. And they all run off. Yeah. Damn. They all run off. Tee-hee. So fucking sweet. So, but unfortunately, Horatio Jackson escapes. And I love the way he runs away from the battle because it's like the <laughs> ultimate bad guy run because he's With in this cape. black yep. cloak. He's like, ha <laughs> It's so played up and over the top. The only the only thing that's missing is him like twirling his mustache. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Jarrett. But he runs back into the city and he sees from the, the walls of the city, everybody's cheering on uh, Munchausen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have a like a ticker tape parade for him. They're taking him through the square and and Horatio is so pissed off that he gets a gun. Goes into like a bell tower and shoots the Baron. Yep. Right off the horse. Kills him dead. Kills him dead. Kilt. And this is where death finally takes him. Mm-hmm. And they have a funeral and he dies and he's buried. That is it. 
And then he's like, that's how I died. And then they're all back on stage. <laughs> but everyone's like entranced by it. Yes. And they're like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> he's a siren. <laughs> you come to find out Baron Munchelson is a siren. Yeah. Everybody's just like brought to tears. And like the crowd. And like you said, all the actors are sitting there like they are at an actual funeral. Correct. And then they just snap out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when the bad guys come in. They're like, arrest this man. Yeah. For like, telling a, telling a lies. story. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They're like, let's just arrest this man for well, telling some fucking Horatio stories. Horatio is under the impression that anything that gives people hope is bad, mm. which is probably why he killed Sting. So it's just like, this story's too happy, so kill him. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. And so <laughs> at that point, he's like, I told you I already defeated these people. Like... Open the gates. Open the gates. Poppycock and Because it's like, I wonder how long they've been in there, like, thinking they're still under, like, Well, there's sometimes where, like, they're not, like, the Turks aren't firing on the city, so they probably just think it's that. But, yeah. Or just, like, living under this control of, like, oh, my God, they're still out there. Mm -hmm. Well, I think Baron Munchausen is basically just a multi-realm traveling, like, spaceman. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm some crazy shit like that damn because he's mean, like i defeated them already they're not out there yeah. it's like how did this happen like, <laughs> I know. It doesn't, like, that's I why i was it. confused i was like i don't understand how, yeah i don't understand how he was in here but now he's older mm-hmm. yep didn't make sense to me it's it's a fun movie and it's yeah multi-realm traveling baron <laughs> yeah. sounds about good but they open <laughs> the gates the turks are defeated and gone open yeah. and then the everyone <laughs> No, no, what no. What is that? Moulin Rouge? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, open the door. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> open the gates. There's just a scene of Moulin Rouge where this guy's like, open the door. <laughs> I and you said that. that all through high school. I did. And so now it's stuck in Taylor's head. Yep. So we and I say it to Nicole. <laughs> but she gets it because she loves Moulin Rouge. There you go. So. There you go. It makes sense. Yeah. Cool. He gets his dog, he gets his horse, and he rides off and... The ending of this movie is so weird because he's like in front of these nice billowy clouds and everyone's like cheering and then he just disappears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he d- Up and vanishes <laughs> like does. a fart in the wind. <laughs> but it's well, like, I guess that's just the kind of guy he is. Well, the guy he is or fucking Kaiser Sose. Baron Munchausen is, he's just a story. Like he's mm-hmm. a real guy, but the stories that brought about the defeat of the Turks were fabricated. Yeah. So it's just like, the stories did what they needed to do and then they are just mm-hmm. off and done. Oh, yeah. I, you probably passed this when you were uh, coming through IMDb. I just love one of the trivia. I think it, I think it was in trivia. Okay. This guy is just like when the Baron and his men, Oh, this is like outside of the Sultan's palace, like okay. near the beginning. Yeah, yeah. He's like when the Baron and his men are about to escape with the Sultan's treasure, they approach a gate with severed heads hanging from it. These heads are obviously fake. And that's the <laughs> whole fucking comment. I'm like, LOL, really? Like, I did. No shit. I never noticed that as a kid. All the, the heads. heads. Yeah. Also. But the- were you like, oh my God, there's real heads there. <laughs> no. no it's a movie. Like, they're obviously Christ. fake. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> I would have got my whole life thinking that Terry Gilliam ma- like murdered like seven people. <laughs> He's like, mm, I'm going to make a movie. Got to hide these bodies. I'm going to put him in the shot. <laughs> I don't think Robin William could say those lines without a body. It was obviously movie magic. 
a giant Robin Williams. And it was like actually that big. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually like two stories tall. Just a giant animatronic fucking Robin Williams head. Well, Terry Gilliam. Oh so yes, God. he vaporizes into the sunlight and he's gone. Mm-hmm. On to another adventure. Ha ha! Yeah, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will watch this again. I would definitely suggest this again. I think I'll give myself a minute or two yeah. before I watch it again. I have met one other person in my life that has actually seen this movie. Mm-hmm. And they saw it once. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you haven't seen it like 50 times like I have? <laughs> like <Okay>. us? <laughs> yep, just on that island alone. Yep. That island that's actually a fish because I watch this movie so much. <laughs> What I really liked was like when Berthold would run mm-hmm. and they would do like kind of, um, I don't know if it would be stop motion or what, kind of oh, during those scenes. Because the they were definitely like sets, like mm-hmm. mini sets. Yeah. Of, oh, like the practical effects of him yes. like running over hills? Yeah, I loved yeah, it. It I, was so cool. I think it was, it was so just fun. like um, they were like pulling something on that a was, rail yeah. and like dust was kicking up. Yeah. Loved it. It was awesome. Perfect. And it works perfect for like the kind of story it is. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, it just works so great. Yeah. Like him eating through the the tile before he like actually Mm -hmm. got his footing. He's just like digging a hole. He's like, (laughs) and you just see these legs like, (laughs) like chewing up the stone and going Mm -hmm. down into the dirt. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. So, so fun. I, I mean, he's the. The best character in the movie. Yeah. No, besides Vulcan, he's pretty fucking good, too. I can't remember. I can't swim. <laughs> Wait a sec. You left me here, you swine. I love it. So, um, we all love this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good choice, me. Yay. Gold good, star. It was a good movie. Okay. Now Who? on to Johnny Tsunami Well, two. actually. I, you not, son of a bitch. <laughs> not Back Johnny on board. Tsunami too. Back on board. <laughs> but Get him in the sack, Jack. Before we... <laughs> Before we find out Isabel's selection, I'll give her a little more time do, to make a selection. I just have so many I want to like talk about. Mm-hmm. So if you like what we did here today, if you liked our movie, you can let us know. You can listen. You can review us at Google and Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify and Stitcher. And you can also see our adventures on Instagram and TikTok at Mixed Movie Reviews. Dope. And that dope music that you heard at the beginning was from Damian Carter with his song, Just Hanging Out. And we want to thank you very, very much from the bottom of our hearts. Bye, good out. Bye, good out. <laughs> Thank you. For that live action Hanging recreation. Out with a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Having ourselves a party. Smack. Awesome. Yes, your movie's going to be awesome. I, and which one is it? It's three movies in one. Uh oh. <laughs> it's a kidding. trilogy. <laughs> it's a trilogy. We will do a trilogy. I have some ideas. I have a good idea stuff. of what our first trilogy should be. What do you think our first trilogy? Scream. Yeah, that would be cool. It should Because there's be so scream. many trilogies out there. Okay. Would be good for us to review, but that. I just yeah. bought a house, three stories, that bitch a trilogy. Go. What is that from? It's a what song. Yeah, who did it? I don't know. I'd have to check. Uh, Fiddle <laughs> Fuck, maybe I should do that movie now. <laughs> Damn it, hold on. I have my movie. I have my movie. <laughs> Somebody else is going to do it. Uh. <laughs> what other movies can I do? All right, so this is a movie 
yes, we all grew up with uh, just, it's just a great movie. Fox and the Hound. Yes. No, that's Taylor's movie. No. <laughs> I hate that movie. Fox and the Hound? Yeah. Why? What? Because it makes me fucking cry. Okay, you so hate it bad. because you cry. That's going to yeah. be my next movie. I'm just so. saying, that cute little part where the the little caterpillar gets warm on the fire. He's like toasting his little butt He doesn't cheeks. remember that part. I do. He's like, you do now? <laughs> it's pretty cute. I always loved it. We're freezing our b- 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 beaks off here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's like just starting to tear up just a little bit. I'm just kidding. You're my best friend. But if you do want to cry, this is a safe space. <laughs> this is a safe space. Um, so the movie I chose, I've seen it at like Kappa movie, like Kappa movie series. So it's an old movie. It's an old movie. Okay. Um, I think they even released it like in AMC at one point, and I was like, I have to go see this in okay. like in a big screen. It's just awesome. So the three clues I have, Sandy Beaches, Jaws, Summertime Fun, Jaws, and Very Sharp Teeth, Jaws. Hold I, on. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sandy Beaches. It's Jaws. That's correct. Okay. But, but when I you said that. say <laughs> and Very Sharp Teeth is a direct quote from fucking the 90s yeah! Jungle Book. <laughs> I wrote that down and I was like, "Oh, shut teeth." <laughs> yes, it is Jaws. Jaws. It is Jaws. Jaws. Nice. It's Jaws. Before you said anything, I was sitting here like, "Why hasn't she picked Jaws yet?" <laughs> I was literally <laughs> Why? thinking, "Why, Why is she talking about Jaws this yet?" yet? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Holy shit!" That was like one of the first movies that was like the jumping-off point of us, or I guess like the starting point of us even wanting to do this. Yeah. Mm. Up. Get out of the water! <laughs> <laughs> because was it during when I was having um, when I was uh, recovering from hip surgery? Is that when we watched all of them? Yes. The yeah, house, we went yeah. one through four. Oh God! Yeah, the Sea World one and all that bullshit. There's a Sea World <laughs> one. There was uh, yeah, I don't even remember. Like I don't remember them. I made that comment like in one of the previous movies we talked about about how. Not Bruce Jaws f- because it's dead, mm-hmm. but another shark followed her in a plane to like the Caribbean. That's right. Somehow <laughs> it terrorized That's her right. there. I'm just like, how the fuck does fucking this even put happen? Put me out of my misery. Yeah, that <laughs> was Jesus Christ. That was, and insane. all of her memories are actually uh, Roy, sh- Roy Scheider's. Yeah, Roy Schneider. It's not Schneider. It's Scheider. Scheider. Yeah. It always fucking confuses Roy me because I think of Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy from Jaws. Yeah. But all of his memories are her memories. Or just cut she's like, she from sees the first a, one. She sees a shark and she's like, smile, you son of a bitch. I'm like, you weren't there. <laughs> Why are you thinking about that? Maybe he told her about it in such gross detail that she felt as if she was. There. No. <laughs> That is actually Bullshit. really funny to think about when she's looking at like smile, you son of a bitch. She has memories of like of on the b- on the boat, <laughs> like singing the song with like Richard Dreyfus. Dolls eyes. Be like, ma'am, you never said that. <laughs> One of her memories is like chumming for the shark. <laughs> she just looks like her hands My are hands, they're all bloody. So yeah, I did cho- choose Jaws. Choose Jaws. Jaws choose. I did, I did Chaz Joe's. It chose me. 
<laughs> I chose you. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to get into like a little bit of detail on the process of the making of this. Mm -hmm. So, very excited. I really like Jaws. I'm glad you chose it and (laughs) get ready for a game. Yes. Indeed. And I like sharks too. (laughs) I do like sharks. They're pretty sweet. Would I swim with sharks? Probably not. Nope. Still freaks me out. It's like, I love sharks and I think they're gorgeous creatures. I just have respect. But I, I will punch one in the face like Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider 2. Yes. Tomb Raider it's 2. Saying Tomb Raider 2 is always just so You're weird. like, that's not right. <laughs> Tomb Raider 2. <laughs> Tomb Raider. <laughs> was it? Cradle of like life or something like Cradle that? Cradle of Filth. I remember that band. <laughs> you had a shirt. I had a shirt. Yep. Cradle of, Cradle of Filth. <laughs> Cradle of Filth. Cradle of Sharks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, I'm shutting this one down. Bye. (laughs) See you guys. Like, all right. Sorry. (laughs) Crack. (laughs) I have to do something to take my mind off of my back. Oh. You can stand up and hold your mic. No, it's fine. Okay. Because then we we'll be out of the camera and it's going to be weird. <laughs> we'll be out. But I do want to give a shout out to not Clarence Thomas. Who the fuck is that? Completely different what's, person. His, what's his name? What's his name? It's not Samwise Gougie. Oh, Gougie? <laughs> Samwise Gougie. Damien Carter. Thank you. But say... Uh, you say can the do uh, your closings and stuff like, like socials and yeah check uh, yeah I was going to do that but I give a thanks to him and then do the socials and I was like thank you George Bush Senior <laughs> 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 like, thank you George Washington <laughs> I was like wait, wait. Oh, but as always I want to give a warm shout out to not fucking Clarence I was going to say Andrew Dufresne <laughs> no do <laughs> no do the social do the socials and then the Damian Carter that's how we always do it oh.